0: plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. We always
1: say don't, yeah. em- don't emotionally invest. Isn't yeah. that true, Stephen? But people need to be hit over the
2: head a bunch of times before <clears> they listen. <throat> you know, it's different times. It's different times, and you know, there's a lot of fear out there. So there's you know, a lot more emotion. It, yep. Yeah, yeah. Two things I really want to hit on and just throw out there to everybody. In case they don't know, you know, the CARES Act has given the ability for anybody who's taken required minimum distribution.
3: Wait a minute. CARES Act. That the was cares. that the big
2: thing? That was the big stimulus. That was the one yeah. that
3: they just signed the where Act. I'm going to get Correct. my checks? Okay.
2: Yes. Okay. Correct. But what was tied into the CARES Act was the suspension of required minimum distribution. Right. So anybody who was required to take money... Who had reached seventy and a half and was taking money out of these accounts? You don't have to take it this year.
3: Okay. So what's the big what's the big benefit to me for that?
2: If you don't need it, okay, yeah. you can obviously a lot of people's monies were in the markets that took you know downturns. If you don't need it, you can leave it there for the recovery. Okay. 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 Also, that affects people who have got inherited IRAs. So if you were a forty year old person and your you know parents passed away and they were in their 70s taking RMDs and you inherited their IRAs, you are also required to take required minimum distribution even at age forty. That's also been suspended. So you know there's you got to look at whether reasons why you would wouldn't take it or reasons why you need to take it. Obviously, if it is part of your monthly, guaranteed income sure. that helps you meet your bills every day, you're going to continue to take it. Yep. But if it's creating excess income for you that you don't need for the year, Got it. it you can suspend it okay. and not take it. Got it.
1: All right. So and that because we were talking about that at the beginning of the year before everything started spinning out of control.
2: Well the other thing they changed, Pat, is the um, rules on being able to take distributions from your four oh one K. Mm-hmm. So right now, anybody, if a coronavirus-related purpose, pre-59 and a half, the bill waives a 10% early withdrawal penalty, so that's gone. There's no 10% penalty if you took money out up to uh $100,000 out of your 401k. The thing they do is they actually give you two options. One, you can pay the taxes on that because you will still be taxed on that money because it's never been taxed. You can take three years to pay the taxes on that if you need to. Or, actually, once things get back up and running, you get back to work. If you're out of work, you can start to pay that money back as much as you've borrowed, whether it's 10, 15, 20, up to 100. You can pay it back over three years and then avoid the taxes.
3: Now, now, talk about things coming back. Market's looking pretty good. I think the S&P 500 uh, yesterday got enough money so that it's um, uh, officially out of a bear market.
2: Yeah, it was up 3.0. I think both the S&P and Dow were about 3.4%, both of those. Uh, I still think we're going to be into some volatility. Earnings season's going to start. You're going to see some really, really bad numbers. You're going to see some people just not even report earnings because it's going to be such a dramatic change from a year ago okay mm-hmm. it's, so um, true. it's so true but with all that being said I was just reading in the journal that 85 percent of all the economists expect the economy recovery will start in the second half of this year and they expect growth rates of 6.2 to 6 point6 percent so I don't think we're out of the woods yet as far as the dramatic volatility uh you know what drives the markets obviously yesterday the headline news was bernie sanders dropped out of the race mm-hmm. everybody believes that that okay between that and
4: right.
2: the 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 coronavirus reporting has an effect a direct effect on markets day to day so if we get some really bad news you could see another you know downturn and i think we'll see ups and downs In this next second quarter, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be just a level straight incline. And then the question becomes people, you know, are trying to predict and economists are trying to predict the type of recovery and whether it's going to be a kind of a U-shaped recovery or a V-shape. And the V-shape is what everybody's hoping for because that's what it did. You know, the acute drop down was a V. It was just boom. It went down
4: right and right. they're
2: hoping that the recovery the question still becomes you know what type of recovery that we'll see and i think we'll wait and see what the you know economists predict when we get more into people getting back to work
1: well again right? i i think that's what, that's what everybody is hoping for and and, yeah. and as we get a little you know as things loosen up a little bit cuz i don't think it's going to be like Okay, Saturday, economy's open, and bang, it's going to be the way it was. I think. No,
2: I don't think so either.
1: Yeah, I I think a lot of people were rocked by this, and they're going to be hesitant coming back. And I think we need to do the slow open anyway, or the soft open, as they say.
2: Well, I think it will be soft anyway, because I think there will be still a doubt in people's minds. Mm -hmm. As they do start to get back to work, there will be some people who will just flood to restaurants and say, I need to get out. Yep. You know, I'm tired of cooking. And there'll be other people who will be like, well, you know, I don't know. You know, it's only uh, a week out, two weeks out from when they lifted the ban.
1: Mm
4: -hmm.
2: I'm going to give it another week or two, or I may give it another month.
1: There may be that. I think there should. I think there will be that.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole, you know, avoiding the emotional investing. First of all, emotional investing occurs when you make drastic decisions about money, assets, based on feeling of how the market is performing, rather than how the market is likely to perform long term. Right. So we're in that mode right now. There's a lot of people that they're, they're looking short term and they're reacting emotionally based on what's going on in this time period. And this time period's only really been about a month. That's short term.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Okay. With economists predicting 85 percent of them that you know in the second third quarter. You know we're expected to see growth. I expect you know the markets to respond to that. So if you're emotionally deciding that you know I just can't take it anymore, and you know you you, you just go I'm getting out today.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, if you said that three weeks ago, two weeks ago, you would have missed the last week and a half of rebounds. It's
4: true. Mm-hmm.
2: So don't let your emotions make the decision. And you know the the two. Driving factors with emotional investing are number one greed and number two fear, and obviously we all know where we're at at this point in time. Right, it's fear.
4: Mm-hmm. That's
2: the emotional driver. So understanding that where we are based on an economic outlook for the U.S., what we're in is short. It's, it's going to be short term in relatively speaking time frames, mm-hmm. meaning as we all know every time we've gone into a recession or some type of dramatic downturns in the market whether whether it was 911 or the dot com bubble or the real estate more you know 2008 and 9 it was all short lived when you really sit back and look at it and you go you know that didn't last as long as i've been in an expansion now for 10 years it's
4: true right true
2: so that's where you want to make sure you understand the effects of your emotional decision making and truly why you're doing it. Now, you know, let's get back to some people just have to go into their accounts. Some people just have to to move money because they need it to live off of and sustain. I get that, uh, but for the people who you know have put away enough in savings and built that savings account up, don't let your emotions. You know, veer you off, you know, your vision of retirement because this thing is going to ride itself and it will come back. And when it does, you'll be in a better place. There you
3: go. There you go. And just because you've been living on three or four thousand dollars a month doesn't mean you have to.
2: No, and and look at I'm sure all of us, Peter. Yep. I'm sure all of us have actually reduced our spending per month. I know I have. I I mean, I make my own coffee. I don't buy any meals. I don't spend money on gas. And thank God that winter's over because my heat is shut off. Well, now's the time uh, to buy
3: gas because it's affordable, but I got nowhere to go.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, it's
2: funny. You're right.
1: <laughs> it is ironic. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I can well, get gas at a buck fifty a gallon, but I got nowhere to go. Where the beaches are that? closed. A dollar fifty. Oh God, it's it's, oh, yeah. it's a buck. What was it? What, what did I pay? Uh, I paid uh, a buck thirty nine in Kentucke. I got a one forty two in Moultonboro. 145 in Seabrook,
1: 149 in Hampton Falls. Oh yeah, Nationals down to like 192. Yeah,
2: Right. Yeah, so you'll see everybody's cost of living drop because of these the, the, these types of situations going on. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is one of the best times now that people are at home. And you should really dial in what it really costs you to live month to month, basically. And we've talked about those expense sheets and filling them out. You know, yeah. survival expenses. Right. That's what we're in now. Survival, mm-hmm. because yes, the desired stuff, yep. the desired stuff is off the table.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So you now can you really, time you to... can really touch the survival numbers right now. No, we're back to
3: needs yeah. and wants right now. Yeah. Okay. Correct. This, this is what you need, not what you want. Mm-hmm. This is what you need.
2: And, and that's how most of us are living right now.
3: Pretty much. And and,
2: and and I think it's kind of put us all on a check and balance because you know oh, no, things no. were really good. good point.
3: And, You know, most everybody lost money, okay? There are a few people that bought specific stocks, and we heard about, you know, the the Jeff Bezos and those, yeah, yeah, whatever. We're not those people. But if you had structured your retirement package um, with a a financial advisor and, you know, maybe some variable annuities and some cash and, you know, you've got um, um, your 401K, you've got this and this and this, Okay, it probably lessened the blow than if you had everything in one pot. We've talked about this before. So, oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So if you've done and it right, yes, you lost some money, but you didn't get creamed.
2: Yeah, we we had some clients who called, you know, who have the, the, these uh, fixed indexed annuities, not the variables, because the variables can actually show losses. Right. The fixed indexed, right. you know, people were calling me and it's like, how much should I lose? And I go, nothing. That's yep. just the you know the function of it, but I will emphasize this there's a pro and a con to everything mm-hmm, so yeah. when you start to weigh out and I tell people to be cautious, I believe that annuities are good strategies out there. they're not for everybody, but be cautious because when people are running on fear, they tend to make decisions uh, a little more dramatically because right. of losses, and mm-hmm. when someone says, "Well, you can't lose money, well, you know time out, anything can lose money, yeah, I mean yeah, it can't but you, you want to explore, you know, all the options when it comes to these types of strategies and understand if you're going to use one of those strategies, which one best fits your needs, okay? Overall, you just need to stay focused on your long-term goals. Look at the bigger picture, all right? And, you know, I've had people call and say, you must it must be crazy. And I go, yeah, I go, but I have a lot of people right now investing in the market because mm-hmm. the whole – way to make money in the market is to do what? Buy low. Sell
4: high. Yep. Sell
2: high. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not at a high point, so don't sell. Right. Buy. Right.
4: So it's a buying And there's point. a lot yep. of people
2: who get that. Mm-hmm. And they've put money into the, you know, they've had, you know, money on the sidelines. Or, you know, you can still contribute to your retirement accounts now until, what, July 15th? Because they extended the deadline date. Correct. That gives us all more time to make contributions. Right. Makes sense. So, you know, take that money and diversify it. Put it into an investment that's well diversified and you know over time, you know, things will look a whole lot better. So just keep those things in check with what you're doing and make sure that when you start investing and people are out there putting money into four o one Ks that you know they constantly are rebalancing and looking at where they were. Mm-hmm. I had a great phone call yesterday with a new set of clients from last year. And they thanked me. I mean, even though they were down, and they, were, they weren't down, uh, the correlation wasn't with the market was right. down. We had them into some stuff that was kind of defensive because of their nature of their risk profile. Yep. But when they walked in my office, their risk profile, after I had them fill it out, told me that they were like moderate to moderate conservative, all their investments were moderate aggressive to aggressive.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Okay. and
2: even his 401K, and That's he thanked fine. me, and he said, Steve, thank you, because you know what? If we hadn't rebalanced and re-looked at what our risk profiles were,
4: mm-hmm.
2: we would have still been aggressive, and our losses would have been greater. Yep. And we're getting closer to that retirement age, and we shouldn't, you know, we some people can accept and maintain their risk profile and maintain saying, you know, I want to be aggressive right through until the day they die, other people are not like that. So everybody's different out there. You want to sit down with an advisor, find out really what your risk profile is, because your risk profile is the key component to times like this. Right. Right.
1: And and, and, and if you know your risk profile, probably less of a chance you're going to do things emotionally. Correct. Correct. Well, well yes and no,
3: because um, the the financial advisor, a la Steve, um, will – tell you okay this is what you're telling me this is what the numbers are this is what you need to do okay you can tell them it's like leading a horse to water but you can't make them drink they've got to buy into the program if they don't it's on you
2: correct correct because there's a lot of people who who are do-it-yourselfers and we've had a few of those phone calls and you know they've taken really really hard hits yeah Mm -hmm. And you know our response is you know we you know we've talked to some of these people in the past and it's like you know what we kind of you know guided you this way but you wanted to go that way so that's your decision right. you know right we we can't help you with those types of uh-huh. things but
3: if you know. you're spending if you're spending uh, and Steve sits down and has you fill out the you know the the paperwork of where your money's going and stuff and you find out that you're spending uh, ten bucks a day. Five days a week on lunch, and six dollars a day, uh, six days a week on coffee. Start adding that up, okay? And you're gonna, and Steve's gonna say, "Hey, do you realize how much money you're spending?" Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but that's okay. All right, on your own head be it. But at least you know that you are blowing money out the door that you could be saving. But if you choose to, that's that's you know that's
4: your call.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, look at the amount of money people tend to spend on on Starbucks. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and, and not not to, you know, Starbucks has a great product, great you know. But you know, day in and day out, you know, people are spending that kind of money, right? You know, yep.
3: And and if you gave up three know, of those a week, look how much money you'd save over the course of a year.
2: Yeah, well, I think all of us have been forced into, and you know, I'm one of them. I used to stop, I get my coffee. Now, you know, I've coffee made up at home, but I was only spending you know a dollar forty for a coffee a day, right? Right. It's all relative, of course. but keeping these things in check at these types of times and avoiding the emotion is critical.
0: You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way, you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 730 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse.
2: Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed
4: agents.